Question for our audience. Do you prefer e-girls or i-ladies? E- Comment below. <laughs> I like e-girls. I'm prefer I'm partial to i-ladies. Why? What's i-ladies? <laughs> i-ladies nuts on your face. wait actually wait can we start over i just told somebody i'm working with professionally about our podcast and that cannot be the we cannot have that as the opener in case they listen (laughs) i added some sounds is that rng yep (laughs) oh no it's the ear ear sound what else we got um uh i accidentally turned off this where's sounds over (laughs) <laughs> is that from the show let's go that's, let's fucking go that's from the honk if you're horny sketch from <laughs> I think you can, leave. can i get that one more time <laughs> wow what? oh my god i cannot wait <laughs> oh no Connor O'Malley. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. Um. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Tear. (laughs) This is a podcast about horror movies and drinking, if you want to. And today, my name is Harish. Oh, no, she's doing it. (laughs) I'm Molly. (laughs) I'm Sam. And next is the empty man. That was pretty good. All right, everybody, don't think about them. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> How are we do you this? shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Today we watched the movie The Empty Man. <laughs> we finally From... found a theme for this <laughs> Man moment. Man moment. Man moment. Just so, like the last movie was we, also about a man. Well, we okay, we didn't have a theme going oh, into this, wait, but we've collectively decided. The last decided... movie was about a meat train man. An M.T. man. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh! let's go oh my god you did not just think of that I just thought about that (laughs) yeah it's a man moment well we didn't have a theme but then we decided we want to have a theme and the collective theme was man moment because we did American Psycho and that was one of the reviews and we thought it was funny but then like Midnight Meat Train, that's a man moment movie. Like, that's just such a man moment. That's pretty man moment. Like, man moment. That's just like Bradley Cooper's character, ultimate man moment kind of guy. Also, the other guy. Uh, Yeah, the other guy, very man man moment. moment. Yeah. And then this one is about a man. And he's having a man man moment. (laughs) He's quite the man moment. Yeah. His, enter- his entire life is a man moment. <laughs> man moment. And now we've been theorizing a couple of possible fourth ones. 
uh, but we won't reveal for the next man moment. <laughs> oh yeah, for the next movie. There's so many man. There's so many man moments. <laughs> Arguably, I'm looking, and that's only because I'm looking at a Bill Murray cutout right now. <laughs> um, what about Bob? Man moment. Man that moment. is yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're doing some man moments, and this was quite a man moment. So yeah, the empty man. Um, uh, did we have a letterbox moment for it? Yeah, um, all the reviews on this one were serious, so I was kind of pressed to find some funny ones. So this is a segment where I read off letterboxed reviews I think are silly, and um, Sam and Harish try and guess how many stars that this review has. All right. This is my Melancholia, parentheses, 2011, directed by Lars von Trier. Uh, four. Uh, four and a half. Five stars. They loved them. Nice. The Empty Man sure as hell has whispering ASMR YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three. Uh, three and a half. Nice job, Sam. It's three. Damn. Um, let's see what else we got. <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to have a male deity in you? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, four. Um, three and a half. Three and a half. Nice job, Harish. Nice. David Pryor is so right, mouth noises are terrifying. <laughs> Five stars. Three and a half. Four. Close. <laughs> I already said this one. So those are all the reviews I really liked. But then this one is just uh, the pee-pee-poo-poo man. <laughs> um, is that two and a half? Um, no, oh, it, doesn't have any, it doesn't have a star uh-oh. rating, but it has okay. a heart. Oh, and someone in the good. comments so like empty man versus bye bye man versus slender man yeah like anything with a man i'm automatically gonna like just like i'm not gonna think take it seriously You're not but gonna be intru- so interested. it was like hard for me to go i'm in- the opposite <laughs> well it was hard for me to go into this because i was like oh this is gonna be stupid but it wasn't it wasn't it's just it is slightly tainted by the name of the entity yeah or i guess it's not really the name of the entity i guess that's kind of a the twist to it it's not really yeah it's, it's not the twist all. to it yeah the, i got one more review actually it's a san francisco moment that's my review san francisco moment i'm not gonna say the rating yet. no no, no i don't want to spoil it but that's a back that's a surprise later. for later so uh this movie uh the empty man directed by david Pryor. it's his feature directorial debut good job um but he's like made like behind the scenes documentaries about like david fincher movies yeah, he did the social network when i saw what yeah, that's yeah. cool yeah um so he this he he studied other people's styles so yeah i guess man yeah. moment man moment um so this movie was supposed to come out in um 20 uh 2018 which is when it's set well mostly set yeah um and it so basically like the movie like uh fox got bought it was made by produced by 20th century fox and then the fox got bought by disney and so like it basically got screwed by that and like the the test screenings i guess were bad so um they like tried to they made a 90 minute cut that apparently i heard like a a pot i listened to a podcast with the where the director got interviewed um it was the uh extended clip podcast i think that was what it was called but 
Um, he he said like they made a ninety minute cut that was apparently like so the director thinks it was apparently so bad that it would have like killed his career. Really? Like oh my he didn't God. wouldn't have wanted his name on it. Yeah. Um, and he said that like he was gonna demand if there was a Blu-ray release that they put that ninety minute cut on the Blu-ray just to show how bad it was. But wow. there never was a Blu-ray release because this movie like they just screwed it over and dumped it in into theaters in October of um. 2020 um with like not a lot of marketing um because it was just one of the fox movies that disney wanted to get rid of yeah um and yeah so like it didn't get a lot um of it didn't make a lot and um but like it got like more of a cult following afterwards i heard about it so i was the one that suggested this uh because i've been wanting to uh wanting to watch it for a while i heard about it because i saw a tweet um a while ago that was like talking about how it was saying like one of the best scenes of the year was the um uh the the scene at the end it uh where like he gets chased by that crowd oh yeah um with the foot with the flames yeah, yeah but yeah. like after that um where like they just like after the flames go out and yeah. they just follow him that is um, so creepy it was like a clip of that scene but like i like saw that tweet and like i like bookmarked it but i didn't watch the clip because i was like i want to watch the movie nice um so yeah and it turns out that was a great scene that's awesome <laughs> we were like yelling during yeah. that scene like that was scary and then i saw like i went on letterbox and a bunch of people that i follow like reviewed it really really highly so I was really excited. I really wanted to watch it. Um, when you pitched this, I didn't look at. I didn't look into it, but you pitched it right after we watched American Psycho. So I was like, "Oh, cool! Another like psychopath serial killer movie." Yeah, like some kind of empty, like emotionally empty sociopath. Another man, man moment, and then uh, yeah, another man moment. But this is an entirely different kind of man moment. Right. So when it opened with us, I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah, what is this?" So I had no idea. I had no idea at any point what was going to be happening. It was awesome. You didn't really know anything about it, Samantha, except the trailer. We watched the trailer, and so the trailer, it markets... It's not that it doesn't market it correctly. Yeah. Like, it does tell you what a good chunk of it is but like i had a slightly different understanding of the film going in so i was very confused at the opening yeah um which apparently is like 23 minutes or something like that That like it's it's its own short film right like that right there is its own story and you could have just ended it there um but uh so like i was a little thrown so i'm kind of glad i didn't look into it because it was kind of like experiencing it without knowing a ton about it yeah and it was a great movie so the empty man so uh um just looking at the trivia on wikipedia so there is the at the titles we see the 28th 20th century fox logo um and i think i read somewhere but i couldn't find it um today uh i read somewhere that this was like the last movie released to have the 20th century fox logo oh wow so the like we said, the first 20 minutes is basically its own short film. Oh, and then when we talk about what happens in this segment, and then when we get into talking about what the rest of the movie is about yeah. after the opener, you're going to be so doing confused. what we were doing. We are like, how the hell do these stories connect? Right. But it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so it opens um, 
Does it say the date at the beginning? I it I don't remember. Say the date. No, yeah. I think it just says the location. Yeah, it's like in the mountains of Bhutan. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's these four hikers. And you were, I was like, all right, main character moments. Yeah, for real. I thought that these guys were going to be the main characters because they were also like the top build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, right. Well, some of the top build. Yeah. And um, so they're hiking. Yeah, they're hiking up this mountain. Eventually, they like cross this big oh. bridge, this big oh, no, no, rope no, 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 bridge. No. Shrek moment over over like a chasm. Yeah, it definitely Ooh, like good word. Thank you. I love the word chasm. It's pretty good. It definitely looks like pretty stable, but it's also like scary to walk on. Yeah, I mean, it's wobbly as hell. It. It's not it. like like rickety or like destroyed or anything. It's, just it's wind. pretty like stable, but there's, like there's wind. You're over that giant. And, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, but they go on it. They're they're scared at first, but one of the guys goes, and they all follow him. I don't remember what their names are at this part, but like. I don't know. It's not important. So anyway, they go up to this peak and um, one of the guys hears this like whistling noise and nobody else like hears it. Um, Mm -hmm. And he like walks forward and then drops straight down into this tiny little crevice. Fucking nightmare. Nightmare situation. I'm I'm done. It's like a body sized hole. I mean, he drops into like a bigger area, you know, but like the drop down. Fuck that. Mm -mm, No. And he's not well. So his friends run up. They like get a rope. And they're calling out. His name's Paul. And they're calling out for him. They're like, Paul, Paul. And he's not answering. Yeah. And so the other guy down there, he goes down the rope and he sees uh, just like big ass skeleton, a skeleton. But it ain't right. But yeah, it's it has like a bunch of like arms around it coming out of it. It's also large. It's quite large. It's not human size. It's bigger yeah and it's like arms are arranged wrong very creepy yeah it's just like it's it's kind of like reminds me of um if you look at like images of like hindu gods they all have like a ton of like arms yeah yeah yeah. coming out of them and like reaching out like up um and forming that yeah it's kind of in that shape similar yeah feel that's awesome um pretty creepy and who's just sitting there paul is just sitting there in front of it like sitting crisscross oh a note is the opening of this tells you that it's 1995 and they're in bhutan it says it says 1995 i forgot but then i remember towards the end i was like oh shit we were told it was 23 years ago yeah and um also has day day one has that flashed yet that flashes next um, after no 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 it's It's already day one hiking yeah it's, i think it's, it's during their initial hike right it's before this but i think it's after the first flash um but anyway uh so yeah he's just sitting staring at the thing yeah um and so uh the other guy i think his name is greg greg goes up to him he looks like a greg yeah yeah i, I wrote down his name was greg um greg goes up to him and like is like dude are you okay and uh paul's like uh if you touch me you will die and but he like he like whisper or he says it a couple times right? he he whispers he it it's as it. if he's like paralyzed yeah. and can't move and he's like whispering it like and can't move his mouth and greg is concerned because this guy just fell down a chasm right <laughs> and he doesn't seem hurt at all he's just like sitting cross-legged he like checks him out and he seems fine he's really confused he's like come on dude like 
let's yeah. go like stop being stupid come on so he's like whatever and then just touches him and then paul like does this like weird moan thing he or like he he like just like lets out a bunch of air and like tilts his head back it's yeah. very creepy and mm-hmm. weird uh, it's like his soul is leaving his body basically that's what i that's how i would picture he's it turning empty he is he's turning empty oh my god hey yo empty uh, man alert um empty man moment and then he like he like becomes catatonic and yeah. like doesn't move and so they pull him out right and they just carry him back but like they get tired but eventually they find this random like little tiny house tiny house in the mountain a cabin and they so they decide to stay there because there's inclement weather coming and yeah. greg is tired from carrying him and like so he needs to rest yeah and they're like what the fuck is wrong with him he it doesn't look like he his head was injured um he just looks um you know he's just paralyzed for no reason uh so they're like i don't know what's wrong with him um and then also <laughs> it's an empty house <gasps> Yo. There's no one in the house. But anyway, day two. <laughs> day uh, two. Um, like, Greg wakes up kind of to a nightmare of like Paul over him, like whispering weird shit. No, that's that's later. Okay. That's uh, it's the other. It's one of the girls. One of the girls is like, we should get out of here. I hate this. Like as soon as they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, wants to go. Keep and then going. on day two morning, she like gets up and goes to get coffee or something. And she sees someone outside. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. Ugh. and then she like opens yeah well they've decided to split up have somebody stay behind and two people go right and so i think they've gone and she's stayed behind yes yeah that's and so right. she goes outside to like look right and the it's already snowing by now right yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like a shape in the distance it looks like someone wearing like a bunch of like like a huge cloak yeah. that's very tattered and like the person stops and like their cloak is just like blowing in the wind and it's a bunch of like strands. It's it looks very creepy. Cool. Like, very creepy. If I saw that, I would know right there that it's over. Yeah. Um, and it does so this is like it introduces something that I noticed throughout the movie. So she like takes a step back, like one step back from it. Yeah. The figure takes one step closer. Yeah. It like matches her step for step. Yeah. Um it happens during the scene where he sees the people around the fire. Right. And I, I caught it at the end too. Amanda and him when they're like at the end of the movie when they're on the floor. Right. When he's crawling back, she's like matching. Oh, wow. That That's a cool. Little bit. Oh, it's very, creepy. very subtle, but like it's just enough that I think it was like probably intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And That's this, very cool. This is like scary. Like it. It's so I mean, creepy. This is what this is the moment that like got me. It's you know? also like, like there was stuff before this that I was like, OK, I'm interested. But this is the moment that I was yeah. like, oh, my God. OK, I got to know. It's so, also like snowing and yeah. it's like kind of foggy. So the shape isn't even like very distinguishable. No. So it makes it like creepier. And then. <gasps> He starts running towards Just her. Dead sprint. It's terrible. Oh my god. That's the creepiest thing. Oh my god. And so she like sprints back into the cabin and she shuts it like just in time, like yeah. right as it's catching up. Yeah. Um, and then it's banging on the door, and then she hears Greg's voice, and Greg's like, let, uh, let us in, whatever her name is. Um So they gave up on trying to go out because the weather's too bad. They can't do it, so they gotta wait. Yeah, Ruth is her name. Ruth, open up, he says. 
Um, so then that night, I think it's, I think it's Ruth that like we get a shot of, uh, like it's a close up on Ruth and like there's some like weird like clicking kind of noise. Mm-hmm. It's like like whispering, but it's kind of off. It doesn't sound exactly like words. It's just like weird. Um, but yeah, and then it it cuts to a white uh, like further out shot. And the dude, like, what's his name? Paul. Paul is, like, on top of her, whispering into her ear. It's Mm -hmm. like in freaking uh, Hill House with the bent neck lady or whatever. And, like, she's, like, hanging over her, like, that kind of hovering thing. Yeah, just hovering, like, parallel right above her and whispering in her ear. Very creepy. And then they wake up and Paul is gone. And it's day three. Day three. So day. he's gone out and they're like, what the heck? How do you do that? Yep. Um, and then they go out into the, like, into the mountain. Um, and they eventually find him just, like, off a cliff. He's, like, they're at, at the, the edge bridge. of a cliff. Where the bridge Oh, they're is. at the bridge? I think oh. they're where the bridge is. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, like, same, like, cross-legged pose, like, as if he's meditating. And there was also this, like flute kind of thing that was in the house that they found yeah 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 yeah. um and he has has that and he's like blowing into it Mm -hmm. um and they're like dude what the fuck this sucks let's go why are you acting like this and greg's like really mad and then um paul like looks at him and he says i told you (laughs) like very quietly um and then the other girl Ruth pulls out a knife and oh. stabs stabs so, Greg and throws him off a cliff. Yeah, stabs him in the back, throws him off the cliff. Then she slits the other chick's throat, and, throws her off the cliff. Yeah. And then she stands there for a minute and stares into Paul's eyes. Yeah. And then she throws herself off the cliff. Yeah. But what I want to know is how how is she possessed? Cuz he was whispering in her ear. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah. It's like she didn't do the ritual thing. No. So he can just whisper in your ear? Yeah, that's how, like, he transmits you receive. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I thought you still had to do the ritual to, like, get the transmission. No, I think it's just, like, going through thoughts is how okay. it's supposed to travel. Okay. Well, he it worked. Yep. And and then there's like some like cool effects on the camera. There's like some aberration. It's like shaking, you know, mm-hmm. and like glitching kind of. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And then we get the title card twenty minutes in, which like, is awesome. It it was mind blowing. I was like, oh my god, we're just now starting. It's also the MT man <laughs> because the P is just like missing in it's the title MD. card. And now we're in 2018, and modern day. Now it's like a different movie. Like yeah. now is when it gets confusing. We meet this guy. He's just out running. He goes Some and guy. gets a birthday meal <gasps> from. He has a coupon <laughs> for, for a, a free birthday meal from yep. a restaurant. And it's sad because he's spending it alone. Yep. And he gets his. They sing to him, and it's it. Everyone notices that he's alone. Has he gone to work yet? No. Is that later. Uh, I think we do see him at work at he's the at gun work. shop or whatever. And some lady's trying to buy tactical like mace. Yeah. And he's like, "You don't want that. Um, you have to shake that up in case of an emergency. You want to get right. this kind? I'll show you." 
And yeah. then I think after that, he goes to his birthday dinner. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the, that's right. And I'm so glad I took the time to tell everybody that. <laughs> it's important. It's important because it comes back later. The mace comes back. <laughs> so he, he shows her a mace that you don't have to shake to activate. Yep. <laughs> um, and then he meets with his friend, his young, young teenage friend, Amanda. Yeah. Who is his neighbor slash, yeah, neighbor's daughter Uh, well i think they like yeah they definitely he introduces himself to the cops as like a family friend slash neighbor of the family so it's like kind of like it's not weird that they're talking because they know each other but you're like what like why are they talking right now yeah i don't know they're just like having a meeting and he's like like how are you doing and she's like my dad's been dead (laughs) um i don't know like it's fine though because nothing is real and the, he she talks about how she believes in like manifestation and like thinking about things and making them happen in reality because nothing is real Beatles moment yep <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to watch a Beatles related movie I have a I have a great recommendation that I saw at um Sammy Zimmerman's 12th birthday party. It's yeah. called Across the Universe. Across the Universe. What a classic film. Imagine if we had watched this at Sammy's Everyone's 12th birthday. That would have been that formative. Been awesome. Yeah. That kid, that should be a new segment. Should would this be a good movie to watch at Sammy's Everyone's 12th birthday party? Probably like need... would be too scary for 12 year olds. Well, we... 12, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, why were you watching Across the Universe? Because we couldn't watch Jaws because the other Sammy got really upset got watching scared. Jaws. If Jaws was too scary, then this is way this too is scary. This is way too scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Any chance to t- I have to talk about Sammy Zimmerman's 12th birthday party, oh, I'm going to take it. we forgot to get- mention something else about the main guy who becomes the empty slash man what? or whatever. Uh, we get a shot of his ear, and he has a nice earring on his left ear. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he, not the gay ear, I not, believe. It's not the gay, gay ear. ear. No. But he has a little hoop. Left ear. He has a silver hoop. And not the gay ear. But Sam brought up a new ear concept that I am <laughs> running with. <laughs> a weekend earring guy. Weekend earring guy. <laughs> weekend earring guy. It's because the That's first... a man moment. That's <laughs> a man moment. The first time we see the main guy, he uh, looks you enough were confused. Like yeah, him. You're like, is this the same weekend guy? But he wasn't wearing an earring. But so then that's I... how he told the difference. Yeah, I noticed he wasn't wearing an earring, but I was like, you know, maybe when he's not at work, yeah. he pops it in. He pops it in for the weekends. Also, some kind of 1995 earring yeah. on the straight ear <laughs> i don't know the straight ear when will movies start putting the earring on the gay ear do you think they look that shit up beforehand they have oh co- with the costume department knows with the frequency that the earring is almost exclusively on the left yeah ear. costume departments know they are Please. following the code it Please. could be the actor being like fuck you i'm not gonna wear it on my right ear yeah maybe <sighs> What if, what if, yeah. It's probably a collaborative decision. I need, if I do not watch a movie that has an earring in the gay ear by the end of the year, I'm done. Surely. I mean, I'm sure any, like, any, there could be, like, any, like, movie and. You're doing it now. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Anything could, could have a, a gay, yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to write that down. <laughs> 
I don't know. Surely somebody who has a gay ear tracking okay. site. Okay, well, it's, we, we're, we're going to invent <laughs> Mr. Skin, but for, but gay, for gay ears. ears? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody take our idea. <laughs> um, anyway, so we like, it's implied this guy has a dead wife and kid and he's taking some pills because he has major depression. Major depression. Had to Google the pills, found out what it was for. And then we learn it's day one. <gasps> But is it the same day one? Who knows? What do you mean by is it the same day one? <laughs> As the day one that they are having. Like, is it they happening? Well, we forgot that, it, we forgot that they were we, we forgot they were in different years. So I was yeah, confused. It's a different day one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 23 years in the future. Or is it 23? Yeah. Yeah, it's 23. But also she says, like, the nurse says that he was at Bellevue for 23. No, he said years. twenty. She said twenty three years ago the coma started, and then he uh, was there for five yeah, years. Then okay. he moved, and yada yada yada. Anyway, um, so uh, the girl that he was talking to, we find out has gone missing. <gasps> um, her mom calls him, and the cops are showing up. And on her mirror, she wrote, "It looks like in blood. We don't the know for empty sure." Man made me do it, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so she's disappeared. The mom's like, what What the heck? And then the cops are weird. And they're like, well, she's 18. She can so make her own decisions. It's and fine. it's like, no one's concerned about the blood. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the fact that this girl has a law dispute poster in her room. <laughs> and it's going to set off a course of action in my life that I'm not ready to handle. There's a lot going on with this girl. Yeah. But so she's gone. And so now gone. everyone's like. Where's the girl? Um, he finds like Gone she has a moment. <laughs> she has a girl moment. Really girl moment. Girl moment. Come on. She she has a really cool journal with a lot of cool drawings and like you know classic weird teenage emo kids journal. Um, and he finds like a piece of paper that has the word tulpa on it. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to talk to her friends. He d- just goes straight to school. Like all the kids are there, just like this single, like man in what his forties, mm-hmm. uh, just like talking to a teenage girl. She gets in his car. She they're just chilling car, there, talking, smoking in his car. Nobody's bothered. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, dude's like, "Yo, so where's the girl? What's going on here?" And she's like. Uh, well, we did this thing. Have you heard about the empty man? It's the latest TikTok challenge. <laughs> it's weird that they say that because TikTok really didn't blow up until like a couple years later. No. And it was still called Musically. And this movie was, Back I think it was like originally like pitched or at least like started in 2016. So, so wait, they said TikTok in this? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. they did not say TikTok. I was like, I don't remember them saying TikTok. <laughs> no, they just tell like, it's like don't you dare. your classic like Bloody Mary yeah. type story that the kids are doing now. It's the where urban legend. Yo, let's make up an urban legend. We should. All right. There's, um, if you read the book, um, it's a very like, you know, one of those boring, like very hard to read books, but Name of the Rose? No, not Name of the Rose. The uh, Focalt's Pendulum by Umberto Eco. Mm-hmm. It's about like these people, this like writer or like the publisher that makes up like a fake conspiracy theory and like publishes a book about it. And oh, then shit. people like start to believe it for real and it like goes out of control. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the, the Empty Man Challenge. The rules are you go to a bridge at night I don't know if it's a bridge or by water, but I, it's probably a bridge. Bridge. There's so many bridges in this fucking movie. Like it, it has, has to be, to be about a bridge. bridge. Yeah. 
So you go to a bridge at night. Um, you blow into a bottle lo- or blow like across a bottle to make like the kind of whistling yeah. sound. And then um, think about the empty man. And then he's going to come for you. And basically the rules are like it cuts to them doing it on the bridge. And uh, Amanda explains the rules and the rules are or what happens is the first night you hear him. The second night you see him and the third night he comes for you. Yeah. Um, and the kids uh, are like, cool, let's do it. Classic. Yeah, Amanda tells gets them all Kid to do it. it. Um, and the one girl doesn't, Dev- Doria or something, like her name is something like that, Devara or something like that, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they do the fancy thing, it's very creepy, and then like, they hear on the other side, they hear the same whistling sound. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they hear like someone starting running towards them and they get scared and run away. And they're like, oh, it was just probably some kids pranking oh, yeah. us. Yeah, they're like, ha ha, laugh it off. But that was two nights ago. And today, Amanda's missing. So. Also, like, while he's talking to the girl, like, the kids are just, the other kids. Lined up. Are lined up. as hell. Yeah, just sitting meditating. on the curb. Meditating. Yeah. yeah. And they look directly at her, and she, like, goes away. So, dude, um, what is the main guy's name? Jay- Joshua? Joshua Lamordia it could, or it something. It could be anything. Do not know. Um, Starts with a J. Well, we saw his J name, name a bunch. Yeah. yeah, it's a J. I think it's Joshua, but it's James. Oh, we'll just call him Josh. James. He goes to the boyfriend. The boyfriend was like Brandon or something. Um, he goes to Brandon's house and the dad's like, oh, do you know where Brandon is? He's been missing. Um, and he looks around his room and finds like a little flyer for the Pontifex Institute. Yeah. And it also says Tulpa. Yeah. And also there's this black poster, just completely black poster. But then like if you look closely, you see like a logo on the corner of it or something, right? Y- yeah. Like there was like a meditating dude or something in the corner of the page, right? Maybe I'm thinking of a different page. Yeah, I think there was a uh there was a poster in her room of Oh, that. that's that, yeah, yeah. Um in Brandon's room it's just like a completely black poster. Um and then He finds the Pontif Pontifex, yeah. Yep. Did you you literally just say that? uh, I said that earlier. Um, I derailed it. Um, But then he like finds a dead dog or something. Yeah. Um, And then he goes back. He goes to the bridge, I think. Yes. (gasps) This was, I think, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's very cool. Yeah. He does the thing. Uh, He blows into the thing and then he blows in the bottle and then throws it away. And then he walks. a few steps no you want to know what i noticed what um when he throws the bottle it doesn't make a sound yeah yeah it doesn't make like a it drops sound it, it just it just falls so where does into the river it? and we don't hear a splash or anything yeah it's or any sort of it's noise. so good but then all the noise goes away it's yeah really he takes quiet. a few steps and then like the birds stop chirping and, and like, like the it's insects stop buzzing like it's stone completely cold quiet. silent yeah Ugh. it's it was such a great I love when horror movies do stuff like this. Like, that's scary. Yeah, it's so good. And, and so, this, this is a pretty long movie, but it's paced pretty well. Yeah, like, I agree. 
you're either like learning something interesting or there's like a creepy scene happening yeah. enough of the, the enough events happen to keep you happy yeah so then he notices the manhole which we know from when the kids were hanging out they were playing around in the manhole yeah man, man moment manhole um, moment <laughs> manhole moment and so it's open so he goes down to check it out and we all we all agreed that the it was a pretty cool setup down there there was like a walking path below so like if you were a teenager you would totally want to go hang out down there yeah and boy did they yep he goes down there and they're all hanging <laughs> they're all dead all the kids it's very upsetting when it reveals it because like mm-hmm. you just see the one girl and you're already like or dude I don't yeah, remember. I think it's a guy. And you're like, oh my god, oh holy shit, that that kid's dead. And but then you it see like turns like vaguely behind yeah. him. And then some the shades. camera kind of pans over, and you re- it reveals like it's a five whole bodies. line of bodies, yeah. it's and it's really ugh. fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, upsetting. So then, of course, he like calls the cops and everything. And this yeah. is still day one. This is still day still one. Day one. So much happens in day one. Uh, and then we get the scene where the girl, the other girl who talked to him, she is at like either a spa or a gym she's in a fancy bathroom where there's a fancy steam room and then she goes into like a sauna yeah um and then the room fills with smoke and it's like very bright this whole sequence like was like so bright you could barely make out anything it was yeah a lot of steam you can barely make out her face and then you can barely make out the like faucet that's blowing out the steam or whatever it's a great callback to kind of the snowy scene yeah yeah earlier yes very much um and like it gets like like it just keeps cutting back and forth between them and it gets brighter and brighter and then there's a jump scare Mm -hmm. of the shrouded empty man just pops out of nowhere and then he does like a whole like it it felt a lot like scream to me there's just this specific kill scene yeah Mm -hmm. because he like chokes her yeah. And then pulls out these scissors. Yeah. Which, where did those come from? Why they, is- they showed them on the, when she's like doing uh, her, like looking in the mirror, oh, there were some scissors. Okay. She like looked down at the scissors. So, and then she starts getting stabbed in the face like repeatedly with the scissors. And he, you're watching him do it. And in it is her very, eye. Yeah, in her-, in her eye. Like in like the socket basically. Yeah. Or like below it. But um, it does look very much like a scream moment. You're right. Yeah. But then you it turns or you go it cuts, cuts and, and it's her doing it to herself. It shows her choking herself and then stabbing herself with the scissors. Yeah. It, very that cool. That was a really great reveal. I loved that. Yeah. And she dies. And then she dies. And then we see like the shadow like walk away. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very cool. Uh, so then we see josh talking to the cops and the cops like so uh yeah um that girl you talked to is dead now she (laughs) killed herself it looked like a suicide and then he tells him about like there's there was another case uh where like in a nearby town where a mother like fed her baby baby to stray dogs yeah because she thought the baby was whispering in her ear. And she said the empty man made her do it. Yep. And so they're connecting some cases and so, like, what the fuck is happening? And then for, then the detective says, sometimes for stuff like this, you know, you can't solve it. Yeah. 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 Like you can like arrest the lady, but like you don't know why she did it and you'll never find out like what, yeah. what went, what went wrong there. Yeah. He, he, he specifically says we can't indict the cosmos. <laughs> 
It's a pretty fun line. And then everyone on Letterboxd was like fucking loving that line. Yeah, I liked it. It's pretty good. I like a lot of the like weird philosophical like talking. In yeah. This. It's really fun, especially that cult scene is really fun too. Oh god. Um, but we get him doing research. He researches the Pontifex Institute. Um, and is like reading Wikipedia uh, about like the Pontifex Society, and he finds their Wikipedia page, and there's like multiple like specific like um, incidents related to them. There was like one, there was like a hole in Jordan, and then like on the like table of contents on the Wikipedia page, we also see like something about Bhutan, um, and something about in Missouri in 1991. I think I read. Yeah, it was in yeah. 1991 in Missouri. Um, there was some incident with this Pontifex people um, in the woods. And they, they're they in Missouri. He also like researches Tulpa. He finds a mention of a Tulpa. And a Tulpa is like a manifestation and just a phantom. Uh, or you might even say an empty man. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Amanda's mom comes to visit, the missing girl's mom comes to visit and she like tries to hook up with him and he's like, nope, mm-hmm. <gasps> thank you. Nope. I'm in, I'm a full cell now because my wife died <laughs> because I was having sex. <laughs> and we don't get the full story yet for that. No, right? no, that's revealed much later. He, he goes to sleep. He has this dream vision. We get like this kind of at random points during the movie he has like this vision that's like flashes of his wife and son dying and yeah. also flashes of this like affair empty room with chair. like a, oh, chair a chair and yeah, a light yeah. like shining down on the chair um and yeah flashes of his affair like a needle going onto a record yeah um uh yeah just, and uh also like he hears the rhyme about like the on the first day you see him uh, or on the first day you hear him the second day you see him do we even know he's having an affair yet no it's yeah we we're still really... confused as to what his relationship with that woman is they're kind of i guess like that scene kind of like you went to the bathroom during that scene but it does kind oh, of imply okay. that they've had some sort of history because yeah. she, she comes to the house and like it's comforting him um and she's like may i stay and then he like is weird and standoffish and she's like okay boundaries and then she leaves um so yeah so like it's kind of implied that there's some sort of thing going on there but it's not fully confirmed until much later but yeah he wakes up at exactly 304 um it's it's 303 and then it it turns to 304 yeah um and he hears (laughs) (laughs) he hears a noise outside walking um yeah outside uh, and he like looks around his hat, uh, his house. <laughs> he looks around his hat. He looks around his house. Um, uh, and then he like grabs a bat. Uh, and then he hears. He like uh, hides in his room and then looks under the door. And there's like shadows yeah, underneath the door. It's pretty creepy. Very signs. Um, and then he opens the door and there's no one there. But the door is like his front door is open don't want to see that Mm -mm. nope and then it's day two and he decides to go to the pontifex institute this is my favorite part yeah i I think this is my favorite part of the whole movie it's very cool so 
Um, he goes to the the place like, um, and it's like very clearly a cult. Like, feels like Scientology kind yeah, of right. inspired. Yeah. Like, you walk in and they give you like forms to fill out. Like, come yeah, on, just he join talks us. to the girl at the counter and she's like, uh, "What we have to offer is as old as time." Like, he asks like, "How long this place has been here?" And she's like, um, "Yeah, it's only been here, blah, blah blah." But what we have to offer is as old as time. She gives them some forms to do. Does she say since ninety one? maybe maybe i don't know i wasn't really paying attention to that but Um, oh you have the pictures with all the yeah yeah so he fills he looks at this form and uh the first page is just like a basic like fill out all your information and then there's a bunch of things uh like little things that he has to look at to say whether he agrees or disagrees with them just mm-hmm. check mark. So let's just go through this. Yes. I have um little of um, all of them. Okay. God damn it. My phone took live pictures of all of these. So it's so annoying. I have a sense of health and well-being. Yeah. yeah. A sense of health and well-being. Sure. Yeah. You have a sense of it. You're not saying, you know, <laughs> what the state is. Life itself is kind of a disease. I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. even know what that means. I'm um, saying no. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I get it. I get where they're coming from on that one. An infection is a blessed event. Nope. No. no. Disagree. The brain can itch. Agree. Sure. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Suicide is a form of thought control. I agree. I don't, I don't know. think so. <laughs> what does that I mean? Just, I disagree. I don't know what that means, but That whatever. feels like suicide was, like, invented as a conspiracy or something oh <gasps> wow i don't know the next one is uh the entire universe is an erogenous zone uh, sure <laughs> i don't know what the fuck would no, i don't think I'm I, would come to my, no. I wouldn't come to my own conclusion on that but sure <laughs> okay nothing is binary everything is fluid yes i agree, I agree yeah some truths are socially intolerable I agree. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. The scientific method is a tool of oppression. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree, but I want to agree. I think I like, people can use, like, claim science as a tool of oppression. You know, say, like, believe in science, but then, you know, use that to oppress people. Um, but I don't think the scientific method itself is a tool of oppression. I think science is a liar sometimes. <laughs> exactly yeah um if science says the sky is blue it is more likely red uh disagree disagree i disagree um and then science says the genders are discreet i disagree i don't know exactly what that means i'm gonna look up the other i think it means like science says there are two genders oh which is false okay okay then yeah that's false Science says genders are discrete. Discrete means like there are individually separate and distinct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. Disagree. Yeah, like we know, gender is a spectrum. <laughs> um, menstruation is no basis by which to determine determine gender. I agree with that. I agree. These questions are all over the board. Yeah. This is like trying to find out if you're a turf or not. <laughs> you're a fucking trans it is it 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 really is because the next question is a woman is just as likely to have a penis as a man is agreed that's agreed 
Um, I feel like I'm taking a like a Myers Briggs, but different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's no such thing as objectivity. I kind of agree with that a little bit. I think like a lot of people's like even if they're trying to be objective, yeah, they're it's really hard by their uh, yeah. opinions. You can't really be objective. Rational thought is deadly. I disagree with that. I don't know what that means. Gonna have to disagree. Crazy bitches rise up. <laughs> Emotion is truer than thought. I kind agree. of. Mm, I yeah. agree. Uh, not all shadows are cast from something. I disagree with that, but that's a fun, like, poetic what? thing. What was it? Not all shadows are cast from something. I disagree, but I would love that. That's I pretty creepy. Do I would agree, agree with not all things cast you shadows. Agree <laughs> that there's just shadows without things that cast a shadow? I think, like, physical without physical things. Like, I, I'm thinking, like, emotional shadows. Emotional shadows? And, like, mental shadows. I'm thinking ghosts. An individual's mind is a single cell in a larger consciousness. Pass. I no. disagree. <laughs> Pass. No, it's not. Uh, the crime is offending prevailing social construct. The only crime is offending prevailing social constructs. No, that's not true. You can get arrested I for shoplifting. Disagree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call shoplifting a crime. I wouldn't call murder a social construct. Yeah, I, I agree. I would agree with that. Um, not with the thing. Anyway, everything is permissible. No. I didn't say I disagree with shoplifting. It is like technically right, right. crime. Yeah. I don't really think that goes against social construct or Well, whatever. it kind of does. Okay, oh. everything is permissible. That's disagree. Like Darko moment. I can do anything I want and so can you. But I'll disagree. I don't think you can. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's permissible. No. There's some things that are not permissible. Yeah, agreed. Um, if it's only a small step from chaos to freedom. <laughs> okay, Joker. Stupid thing. Yeah. Yo, you guys should watch Attack on Titan for like a couple reasons that I can't like go into too deep, but, like based on that, this whole thing. But that specifically, yeah. I'm the only say. step from chaos. What is only it? Small uh, step. Giga moment. The, it was a, Giga, the, the, the new Jurassic, Jurassic Park Giga dinosaur. It's That's kind of like the Joker. There is nothing larger than myself. <laughs> disagree. Disagree. I mean, what about what about in sort of like a like God sense? Like, is there a higher power? I'm not a narcissist. So I'm going to disagree. I'm going to agree that there's no higher power. Then yeah, but there are things that are larger than you larger in what sense like the universe like you're just a small speck i mean in the i universe. guess i'd put community over self if we're i, I like mean like concepts. consciousness is there a larger consciousness than just like and by me i mean like human race god i hate when we do black mirror movies <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anyway whatever to <laughs> uh to give myself to something larger would be completely fulfilling Path. No, i don't no. i mean it if it were like for like a good cause yeah, i agree you know like if it were for like the fate of humanity or like for other people to help like other people disadvantaged people hey watch it and read attack on titan actually <laughs> um until a civilization has fallen it has not yet served its purpose Ooh. disagree disagree, disagree. 
Um, social norms should be destroyed be- simply because they are norms. I don't agree with that. No. Disagree. There can be no change without violence. Disagree. Oof, that's a difficult one. <sighs> um, but yeah, so I think we're we're all probably in the cult at this point. I think I agreed with a lot of those. Yeah, but some of those, the agree might be the wrong answer. You that's know what I true. mean? That's true. Good Because there's a mix there. Everyone knows that to join a cult, you just have to have money. So <laughs> yeah. I'm out. You just have to have something that they can take. Whoa. Anyway, so he's at this meeting. There's a lecture. Uh, and it's Stephen Root is the cult re- leader. Which, um, at first you're like, I don't know, Stephen Root. But then you're like, no, it makes sense. He's great. He talks about how he does this lecture about how like like life um, a lot of people like want more and more and want to occupy more and more space in the world. But what you should actually do is occupy less and less space and be empty and become empty. Yeah. And he says um, there is no such thing as disunity. I don't know. He says some like culty bullshit. Uh, and then he says this message comes from the empty man and he <gasps> stares directly at our main guy james we think um yeah and yeah he's to mention the empty man so the lecture is over and joshua goes to talk to this guy and he's like so what's that empty man thing that you were talking about i've heard about it before (laughs) and uh, it's great i love i love this whole conversation he talks about he talks about the new no sphere which is basically where thoughts come from. He says there's like some sort of higher consciousness that like has all of conscious thought and then conscious thought like enters ideas, like enter our minds like a virus. It's a very cool concept. I love thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I don't buy it, but okay. It's like your classic, like it's just like, like, knowledge that is unexplainable type of thing sure like it comes from some higher being because like where do dreams come from where does your mind where do your thoughts come from um i don't know fun fun concepts um but he talks about how like if you say your name aloud um and repeat it a bunch of times it loses its meaning so yeah which is more real if if it's so easy to make something lose meaning, which is more real, the name or the gibberish? Ooh. Well, you know what? The name is stupid. That is the empty man. <laughs> and also he says, thanks for coming again. Uh, he's, I think he says, like, I'm glad you stayed longer or something like that. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was weird. He definitely said, thanks for coming again. Uh, I don't know. Also, um, it was on the IMDb trivia, but when he's like kind of walk, like walking in this part of the building, um, there's a painting in the background. It is supposed right. to be the painting from the cabin. Yeah, we saw that. Um, it's it looks just like the cabin in Bhutan. Um, but yeah, so he's like uh, he talks to this random guy and he asks about um, if like he shows a picture of Amanda and says, "Has she been here?" And this is the like, guy that know. looks like the two guys from. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. 
Um, he's like, I don't know, whatever. He's like, your classic cool guy in a movie. He's just, you know, he's the bad boy teenager. <laughs> yeah. So um, James just explores the building. He like walks in to this room where there's a bunch of people sitting cross-legged on the ground, staring at a blank very black poster the same kind of poster that was in brandon's room and there's like some like speech i guess they're listening to a recording of someone a a woman's voice saying uh it's it's something about like from the bridge comes the man from the man comes the thoughts from thoughts comes dreams from dreams comes power so the bridge brings power or power comes from the bridge or something like that something wild yeah it comes in later so then he like walks out into another like larger area and he sees a bunch of people sitting in a circle and they're kind of like doing like a seance type of thing. And they're like, the there's one woman speaking and she's like, oh, uh, someone is someone here? We hear yeah. you. We're listening. Come forth. Show yourself. And at first he's like, oh, no, they noticed me. But then he realizes they're doing like a ritual. And then they blow in the bottles, right? They blow in the bottles. And then he looks down and sees someone like walking out from a door uh, out on the bottom level because he's higher up. And then like some random people from the cult come and are like, you should come with us, man. Mm -hmm. And so he leaves. And then as he's leaving, he talks to the guy and the guy's like the cool guy. And the cool guy's like, yeah, they got all all these like bullshit names. Um... For all these things, they have a camp Pontifex um, where uh, Amanda went to do her like PR, which is her pre-release or something like that. Um, And they have all these bullshit names that come in in one of the guy's dreams. So he goes to the camp uh, Mm -hmm. and we get this cool shot where there's a map and then the camera zooms in on the map and then keeps zooming in until it turns into... Ooh, the, the trees camp, yeah. and the forest and yeah. zooms in on the car cool shot so this camp's completely empty right yeah it's called camp elsewhere and he finds a bunch of files uh, and he finds files on amanda and then he finds files on all the kids and then he finds a file with his name on it but it's empty and it's red Whoa. it's a different color from the other ones and it's empty it's empty and at this point we were like he's empty he's empty <laughs> we were <laughs> we fucking called it we've yep. been saying that uh, maybe and- non-stop but like this is the this was the turning point this was where it was real <laughs> we manifested it <laughs> it's the, it was um that shot from um once upon a time in Hollywood, where Leonardo DiCaprio is like pointing at the screen, yeah, yeah. it was like that. Yep. <laughs> um, empty man, empty man. He goes into the other cabin, and there's a bunch of bottles there. <gasps> Ooh. And then he like finds this creepy video that watch it that he watches, and it's like, it's it's what happened in the woods, like in the 1991 yeah. incident. This guy who looks very creepy, like he has like a wound or something and he's like drawing on the wall and he's like naked and it's very weird. It looks like they're like just doing kind of weird science experiments. It was very annihilation vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that scene in annihilation and he looks over and the thing that the guy was painting is right there. Is right there. Which again is like an annihilation that happens. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty, very creepy video. 
Uh, it's like a night vision camera and yeah. it like like really bad quality and it like just makes it really creepy because the eye the guy's eyes are glowing yeah, yeah. very That's like creature up. vibes so good creature um a creature oh and the picture that he draws is like the the cross-legged meditating yeah. person um that we've seen the logo basically Classic for the cult stuff Mont effects so he goes out and then he sees a big bonfire. He crosses <gasps> a bridge it. first and yeah. then he sees a big it's bonfire. It's a little foot bridge over a bog, basically. Bog moment. Bog, bog moment. moment. <laughs> oh. Cult moment coming up here. God, in the best way. Yeah, he walks out and sees There's a like big bonfire. 40, 50 people around that There's fire. a ton of people. There's like really three layers of like rows of, in the like circle. Seems like 40 or 50 people. Oh, way more? more than that. 100? Way more. There's yeah, a lot of people. Like probably 100. It's like a thick circle like going around this mass, bonfire. Just mass moment. Dancing around this bonfire. <laughs> I don't think they're moment. naked. No, they, they're they, not naked. No, they're they were not. wearing we're clothes later like when they're clothes. chasing him. Yeah. yeah. The nudity was up for debate early on in the sequence. <laughs> we couldn't tell because they were far away and it yeah. was dark it and there was a bonfire. Together. Yeah, they're clumped together. Like they're walking around the fire, right? Yeah. Some kind of chant. It's perhaps? creepy as shit. It's really fucked. Because I don't, yeah. I don't even think they're chanting. Are they chanting? I, I don't think they are. They're just, they're just going around the circle. Yeah, I think they are. They're just going around the circle. Yeah. So this is another point in the movie where I'm like, oh my god, the movie like really shifted for me. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it changes the Very the, the threat moment. stays the same, but like mm-hmm. the way it threatens you is different. It's much more of like yeah. a kill list type of yeah, thing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just watching them go. Like, he's, like, too stunned to speak. He's Well, just the fire, there. like, starts to rise up. Yeah. And, like, goes into the air. And he's like, whoa. Um, and the sky, like, spins around. Yeah. Uh, and then he... So he, uh, like, looks up and follows that. Yeah. And then he's, like, weirded out. And then he turns around to walk away. And then uh, maybe, like, the sound stops or something. But he, like, pauses. The and fire turns is gone. Back fire is completely gone and the people are completely frozen they're just stopped and and so it's so upsetting like we were we were scared during this moment it's it's you're just like waiting for something bad to happen or you're waiting for him to get yeah there's also a big light in the background like just because it's a big open field there's just like a big light um that's lighting them and the light goes off football stadium light it's really yeah yeah that kind of light and it goes off and then they start walking towards him or they like all turn their heads turn they look at him because he's like making noise a little bit because he's he's backing away they start walking before that they're not walking towards him they're walking like diagonally but then they pause yeah but then they stop and then they all look all at turn him and look at him. Oh my god! It's terrifying. I wanted to die in that moment. Are Imagine you? Oh yeah. You? Jesus Christ! And then this so then is he when he says, "Yeah, no." Well, well, this is when he tries to take a few steps back, right? And this is uh-huh. when they start mirroring him. He takes one step back. They take one step towards him. Yeah. And then he he takes another step, and they repeat. And then he's like okay i'm not doing this and so he, he starts, starts running, running and then they start running <laughs> they chase says, him yeah no which, like, <laughs> Sam just said. yeah it's really funny uh so creepy it's it, so is, good i love when horror movie dialogue like actually matches like what audience stuff is like thinking. oh yeah. yeah and that felt really realistic like yeah no <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah i would probably feel like running in that moment so yep. i would probably run 
um, runs all the way back, makes it to his car. They like almost catch him, but they don't. And then he like starts his car and like drives away. He drives in reverse. And there's a cool shot of like him driving in reverse and the people are like running towards him yeah. in the windshield. Um, but he, he escapes and he goes to the cops and the cops are like, dude, you fucked up this whole investigation. <laughs> oh, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and he's like, whatever. Like, you can just like leave a statement or something. Yeah. And then he goes to the other, like Amanda's mom's house and tells her. Uh, about the pontifex institute um and then she gets a phone call and he picks it up and it's weird gibberish sound Ooh. but yeah so he's like oh shit it's day three. <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> um so he takes the the mom to a hotel and leaves her there and then he like drives away and he's just like thinking about his whole history like we finally get the full dies. backstory. Yeah, he has this whole vision about his wife and kid. They're driving away from the funeral. So they were all at a funeral for Amanda's well, actually, dad. It's not at this point yet, actually. Oh, it's not? Um, It's later on, yeah. So, But we get the crash. We get the crash. We see that the kid was like tapping on... He was tapping a coin on his teeth. Yeah. It's like tap, tap, tap. And the mom was like looking at him trying to stop. And then, uh, yeah, we see the crash, but it's vague. Um, but then uh, he's going to see the empty man. <gasps> so at night, he wakes up in his bed. Oh, God. This part. fucking not. Yeah. Oh, my God. This. He opens the door, like grabs his bat, looks outside, and there's like a shadow. And it's like, just a couple. There's a couple of stairs. Stairs, yeah. And it looks like crumpled shadow. up clothes. Yeah, just like on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then it <laughs> stands up. I will say <sighs> the initial stand scary, but the way they cut the rest of the standing, yeah. I was like, that was a little cheesy. It's but very like, like stop motion. Yeah, I like it. Like yeah, but that initial stand up, even though as soon as I saw that crumpled mess on the floor, I was like, that's because we know what his shape looks like. Oh yeah. And I was like that's him yep. but it still scared me it was so creepy that, yeah i have not been jump scared by a movie like this in a, like a good while this scared the molly shit. let out a big old scream uh, yep. which i screamed too not as loud but yep. <laughs> i screamed too but not as loud as molly did <laughs> come on man that was a good jump scare it was a moment it was a moment um but yeah, so uh, the guy like disappears and then uh, he checks outside and there's the teddy bear outside. The it's teddy the bear one from the cabin. From the cabin, yeah. And it's then gross. the next day he doesn't take his depression pills and he puts on his wedding ring. Yo, he's like red pilled now. <laughs> he's like, yes, I have achieved um, emotional satisfaction. <laughs> this kind of is the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, he... So... It's day three. This is actually day three. That was actually day two. I was wrong. But he starts following. He goes to the Pontifex Institute and sees some guys waiting there. And then they get picked up by a car. Well, no, no, no. It's the kid from earlier. So yeah. he's like, do we talk about the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah the cool guy who get, told him where the camp was. Mm -hmm. He's waiting. And then he gets picked up by a car. And then like he follows the car and they pick up a bunch of people and eventually get to a hospital and they go to like this wing this like area of the hospital that seems completely deserted except for this one room 
where there's one man for these kinds of cases and he follows them and they all go into the room where someone's on the bed and then they bow they sit they go down on their knees and then bow and who is it it's the freaking guy from the beginning it's the Ah, hiker from the opening it's paul 20 minutes But he 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 looks more like he's been out for a while. He's oh, like, yeah. he's thinner. He's got a beard, like a yeah. thicker beard. They yeah. get the earring in though. Yeah, he's got that earring. Got to be able to identify him. They knew. So well, we know it's the guy from Bhutan, but he doesn't, he doesn't know who know. that guy is. He's like, what the fuck? There's just a guy in a coma. And this is when we had our Leonardo DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood moment. Yeah. We're like, oh he's my like, god, ah, it's, it's that guy. It's the empty man. Because also the whole so time we, got... we have been like, how the fuck are they going to connect these two plot lines? Yeah. Like obviously it's going to be leading up to something where they yeah. connect and it's really cool. But like, how are we going to get there from here? So this is like the beginning of that. So right after this, we see the cool guy who, by the way, his name is Garrett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's when we determine. Garrett Garrett gets dropped off and then (laughs) Joshua uses his tactical spray. Oh, yeah. He pepper sprays him and kidnaps him. Yeah. And then there's a moment where he looks around to see if anyone noticed and everyone's on their phone. It's hilarious. It's really, really good. I love it. I loved that, too. That was one of my favorite parts. It's not like trying to make a point about like, oh, people are so on their phones. It's just like. It's just like a he little moment, <laughs> a, a, a reason that he can escape. Oh, it's you don't great. Think, I think it was trying to make the point. I mean, I don't I, like that's at least not the point of the movie. Like, I think it was just like kind of a little joke. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't. I think that they were just like being on the nose, but like, yeah, because the movie, yeah. the rest of the movie doesn't care about technology, you know? I know, but it like. I think in yeah, I mean in this moment it's like haha he escapes. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I think the whole like signal like transmission receiving thing like extends to the larger idea of how like information is disseminated and like how technology yeah. is like a conduit for that. Yeah. So, like, I think you can make the argument that it was intentional, but I agree that it is supposed yeah. to be more just like on the nose. I think like we if we would have seen like more moments of this if this was like more of what the movie was about. I think that right. That explanation does go hand in hand and like definitely could be the thought process of putting it in. But like, yeah, I think it's like a fun little quirky moment. I agree. Right. Love, love people on their phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a little joke. I think we live in a society, you guys. We do. And it's transmitting Wait, and we're receiving. Someone should write an album based on that one shot, actually, where everyone's like just on their phones. Phone. Nope. Like, not we, can't, we can't trust anybody to do that. <laughs> Um, so he, he asked Garrett to explain the whole thing and he says this whole speech about like, he transmits, we receive. Um, and I think later on, Amanda says pretty much the exact same speech. Yeah. Uh, they do like repeat this kind of stuff a lot. Um, (laughs) well, did you talk about how that was also on the computer? Yes. Oh yeah. We didn't mention that, but it says like in the video that he watches that's their first, yeah, their like slogan, we transmit, you receive. Um, and he mentions like, there's like a higher consciousness. You get glimpses and dreams and fevers. Um, uh, and nothing is real. And he's the only thing that's real. He's endless chaos. He's the only reality. Uh, you you see it now. You've got an itch in your brain. <laughs> and and then dude's like, 
I was I grew up in San Francisco. Oh God, he says it like four I times. I just don't understand what he means he other than like before. I'm used to some weird shit, but I'm, like I'm used to hippies, yeah. He's like not It's just a weird way of being like, like you could easily just be like, Look, kid, I'm not buying it, but like to say I grew up in San Francisco. <laughs> they just wanted us to know. Oh well no, I think the reason they hit it so hard in is to kind of sell at the end. Yeah, when he finds his file, and then when he like believes that, <laughs> right, right. I think it's just really supposed. They to just sell, really like, need. We needed to know backstory. Yeah. So, which is like this next scene? He like goes back to um, uh, the place, right, and then he finds the file, manifestation fourteen, and then he looks in it, and first it's like pictures of the guy in the cabin, and then he sees a red file, and it's his file, and it's full. But there's this time. stuff in it. And he opens it, and what's the first thing you see is grew up in San Francisco. It's, it's a little, yeah, it's, it's a clipping article. from an article called Growing Up in San Francisco. But it's not by him. It's like, it's just a random article. So I feel like this file is like stuff they used to bring to build, him in. Yeah, to make him. You know, so they like found an article about growing up in San Francisco and concentrated on that. So, so that's that he just would one be of in the his few backstory. things he knows. Yeah. Yeah. And then they probably found that birthday coupon and threw that in and says, this is his birthday three days ago, which is when he used the birthday meal. Yeah. Um, uh, and then like there were pics- pictures of the wife and kid in there, which I don't know. They could be real people or just, I don't know. Figments of his imagination. fake. Um, but yeah, and then this is when he has this whole vision about, uh, like where we get the whole explanation of the kid. Oh, there's also a picture of him sitting in the chair that we've seen in his visions Yeah, in the, uh, empty room. But, uh, yeah, so we just get another vision and we hear the speech about how, um, on the third night he comes for you. Um, so he goes back to the hospital, talks to the nurse. The nurse is like, whole yeah, backstory of this dude. She's that guy. She starts to be like, I'm not telling you anything. And then the second he like kind of bros out with her, she's like, all right, I'll share everything. Yeah. He, uh, d- he's was been in a coma for 23 years. He was in Bellevue for a long time. Then he transferred and then he transferred again. He came here two years ago. He gets <laughs> a lot of visitors. Yeah. There's one there right now. <gasps> Who could it be? So he goes to find out. And also he's a John Doe. Yeah. So he goes into the room and who is it? We get our characteristic bowl cut. She looks like freaking coconut head over here. (laughs) Yep. You can't say that. She looks like coconut head. Yeah. So she's cutting his beard. She's cutting the guy's beard. Which who's letting this girl in here to do that? Like, I feel like that's not allowed. If Pontifex is paying the bills, I think the hospital just overlooks some stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, so she talks about, yeah, uh, she basically explains the same thing he transmits, we receive. Um, and so uh, James like, I'm going to call your mom. And so he ca- tries calling the mom and the mom's like, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. I yeah, don't know who, who the fuck this? you are. And she's like, ha turns out you're fake. What happened was... We invented you. So this body that has hosts whatever entity is um, is going bad because yeah. it's been 23 years that he's been in a coma. They can't handle it the for that much longer. The entity needs a new home. Needs a new home. So they manifested one. Because like 
one comes around maybe like once every 1,000 or 5,000 years. 500 years, she says, yeah. yeah. And we didn't have that much time to wait. <laughs> so, so they pictured a dude enough yeah. to create a dude. Yep, and he's a tulpa. He is the empty man. Mm-hmm. This We've been wrong the whole time. It wasn't the monster. He's the empty he's man. He's the empty man. So hey. she also... <laughs> yeah, this is our looking at the TV moment. Pointing at the TV moment. He... Uh, she says they tried before, but like um, they needed fear. They were missing some elements. They needed fear. So that's the flashback like to him and guilt and yeah. being in the chair. So that's his tragic ga- uh, backstory. She wrote it in there. So, so she-, she wrote the affair with her mom, the steamy right. affair. Which in the scene right after this, we learn it happened the night of her dad's funeral. Yeah. Uh, everyone leaves except him and um, the mom is there and the his family leaves uh, and they're driving home and they die while he's like having an affair at the funeral really like in the room with yeah the body. really like i don't know pretty like energetic sex <laughs> yeah you know it's not like like slow and intimate they're like like fucking on the um in the doorway and she like puts a veil over her face and they kiss through the veil it's, it's like, like a weird really horny for the kid to have <laughs> yeah but um, she wrote it and then the the mom and the kid like they drive off a bridge and die and that's while that's happening and that's his guilty backstory but um so but it's not real yep it was all fake i don't know he it just i, I guess it just flashes to him driving away I don't remember exactly how it transitions, but he drives back to his house and he's having this whole flashback about the the affair and stuff. And also it shows like his his son there. There is a shot of them at the pic- at a picnic like um, and his son is blowing the bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes back to his house and it's just like a vacant house. There's no one yeah. in there. Nothing in there um and then this is where like he just like flashes around in different places Mm -hmm. it's like time gets weird so he's like just in a different area because it's kind of like a vision slash thing because like having memories he's back in pontifex institute and then he like he's in the room with a chair yeah and he's back at that meeting where they're like uh we they blow into the thing and they're like oh we can hear you are you here but yeah. he's the one who's downstairs it's harry potter in the prisoner of azkaban right um where he's like behind the pumpkin and he's also throwing the rock yeah yeah, yeah. he he sees himself up like looking down it's a meeting that he witnessed and he's holding his file mm-hmm. um and then he drops the file and then walks back and then he's in the room with the chair um and then he like and then when he's in the room with the chair, it like suddenly transports him to the cave with this skeleton that we saw in the right. opening sequence. Yeah, and then like some sort of like shadow mist thing starts coming out of the skeleton. Yeah, mist moment. And this is when we kind of like. So I think it's this moment where we kind of see a lot more of like the entity thing. Yeah. And I thought some parts of it were scary, but some parts of it I was like, ah, I could have used less of this. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah, it showed it showed the monster a bit too much at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I it liked was, it. It was like it was fine. Cool, I could have just used a few less shots. It's like stop motion. Also, like yeah. the way it walks. Um. I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. And also, so what happens is it like chases him and then knocks him down. And then it's like on top of him and the head 
like kind of turns into kind of like a tentacle yeah kind it of gets thing. real squid like that was really cool they remind me of like a specific type of monster in bloodborne <laughs> um where the head is like that nice. um and then like it like vomits into his mouth jumps down his throat the whole yeah. thing gets suctioned down i yep. almost said alicia silverstone moment oh my god <laughs> and then i said it anyways <laughs> So um, he sucks it up. He, yeah, and then he, uh, he is in the hospital in the with the guy, mm-hmm. or the guy is like in the hospital bed in this room now. Yeah, and then he looks at the guy, and then he shoots the guy, and then he's in the hospital. Yeah, it like kind of flashes, it does those things where like pieces of the scene come in. Um, he shoots the guy, and when he shoots the guy, the way the blood splatters on the back looks like the drawing, the symbol, yeah. Yeah. like video found in the cabin again. Yep. Yeah, it's like all connected. It's really cool. And then he all so then you're like, oh, how do you shoot that guy? Where is the whole staff? And then and he, he turns, turns around, around and everyone's there. They're all staring at him. him. And he like walks out and they stare at him and they drop to his knees. Uh, and then they start chanting. I think you transmit, we receive. Mm-hmm. You and transmit, they start we receive. Bowing. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. Wow. Very cool. I love it. I'm kind of shocked it great. ended like that. Like you think that like a, a yeah. lot of horror movies would have been like, and then he finds his purpose in life, and he's real and being lied to or something. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, nope. this and definitely like this one was like no, like it's this. this is this uh, this is sad. No, this MF was empty. A lot of the reviews I saw like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, my computer is about to go to sleep. Um, but a lot of the, uh, some of the reviews that I saw were talking about how, like, it's similar to kind of like a creepypasta yeah, of the I empty agree. man. Yeah. It's I very agree. cool. But I also like the, like, more occult stuff mm-hmm. elements in it. Yeah. Like, I think that the reason it works is because of the cult, like, the they brought in, like, a cult story and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I think that if it was just, like, a classic Slenderman type thing. Right. Like, that shit just doesn't work. We've seen it time and time again. Like, those yeah. movies just don't Because at the end, well. it's just, like, a normal slasher, but it's yeah. just, like, a mysterious guy chasing you. Yeah. Which is also in this, but also there's more of a, a weirdness he's, to it. He's, we're, we're essentially watching a cult inducting him. Like, you compared it to Hereditary, and it yeah. kind of is. Yeah. And so, and, like, we brought up Kill List and all that kind of stuff. So, like, he's, it's, this isn't really a story about, like, a urban legend that comes to get you. It's more about being brainwashed into into a cult into a cult yeah but like in a way of but like a horror movie yeah i have a yeah. horror yeah um so i think that's why it's better it's just the name then i get the after watching it you're like oh okay the name makes sense why they would yeah. go with that but the name is so hard to draw you in because it just sounds like a stupid movie yeah i agree yeah you know but like i get why they named it that because it's kind of part of it, it but works, yeah it just does it didn't bring me in like i was hesitant going into this i love the whole concept of just like the idea the new sphere the idea space and like it's trying to infect the real world and also i love the idea of like falling into a cave and bringing out some sort of weird entity that you can't explain there's also like at one point in this there's like a, a a one of those chants where someone says like if it if it exists, um, it can't be explained or it, or it can't be communicated. If it can be communicated, it can't be understood. 
something like that. There's like a chant like that, which I, I, I liked. But I love the like not understandable, weird sort of nature of it. Yeah. I love it. And also like just bringing something from the depths just that was hidden uh-huh. in the random mountains. That's very cool. And then it like comes into like society, like in its own an urban way. society. Like, so I can name kind of every point this movie shifts for me and every time it works. Yeah. So like right at the beginning, it's one movie. Then at the title card, it's a different movie. Then at the girl is missing, it's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Then at the cult stuff, it's a different movie. Oh, yeah. Then at the, or sorry, then at the... The, um, the bridge. The bridge. The empty man. Yep, empty man, it's a different movie. Then at the first cult scene, it's a different movie. Then at the um, second cult scene... The, the, well, there's the cabin, the whole... Yeah, the cabin. It's a different movie. Yeah, and at the cult scene, it's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, what happens next? Right, like, right. He uh, then after it's, that, it's kind of the same movie for a little bit for me. Yeah, it's just like the fallout from all these twists. Yeah, and then after that, everything's come coming together. together. <laughs> yeah, right at the very end, though, I think it kind of like shifts again. Yeah, um, yeah. When yeah. the monster comes out, it and- never doesn't work for me. Like each time they like take it in a new direction, I yeah. think, which is super cool. Yeah, it kind of just refreshes itself. And this movie is like Harisha is really long, but I think even I think the kind of changes help the pacing. Yeah, yeah, for it. sure. Yeah, there's always something new like around the corner, mm-hmm. so it's it's very cool, um, very well paced. Uh Wow. Yeah, this I love creepy. Like it is. It's so creepy. creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm gonna be low key scared to go. turn off the lights yeah. at our house tonight because yeah. I don't want to look down the stairs. It's so definitely one of those. You're in charge of doing that because I ain't fucking doing it. Sorry. And also like the urban legend story. I love these kinds of urban legend stories, and they never work as movies because like they work best as stories like where your you tell your friends at night comes in. Yeah, when, yeah, you're just hanging out with your friends late at night, maybe around a campfire, and you're just telling scary stories to each other. That's when you talk about the well, empty man and that yeah. stuff. And it also works because like a lot of that stuff is better imagined, not seen. Because like yeah. a lot of these things. In, in these types of stories when you see the thing you're like oh that looks fucking stupid you know right. what i mean and so it's like yeah i wouldn't want to encounter any of those but it's like one of those don't show your monster things and um but like the occult one, element in this like yeah. really adds sort of like a um just adds weight to it yeah like yeah. it feels more real and it's honestly not as dependent on like the entity thing anyways yes, like you only absolutely. see it like three times and yeah. like everything else that's creepy about it other stuff is being creepy um anything else before segments i think we can roll shot in. really well like i love yeah, when it does the aberration and yeah. the flashes and stuff um and the, the sound is so good the sound is good they did a good job with yeah. uh there are several moments where if without the sound being done it wouldn't have been nearly as effective yeah genuinely super fucking creepy so good yeah um so yeah segments what would uh, you do the what what would you do if it were you in this movie um i would be dead die yeah. i guess yeah Molly's already talking I about joining cults. I would so. probably not do the... No. Empty, I mean, maybe if I were in that group, I would probably do it. But, like, I would not, like, 
choose to do that or like I, suggest it. Yeah, I would have a hard time even initially being inducted. I don't like like Bloody Mary types. I'm fine with like Ouija boards and stuff. That's fun for yeah. me. But like Bloody Mary type stuff, the thing about it is like... I don't believe it's real, right? Nothing's going to happen, but you're just going to stare into the mirror at your own reflection and scare yourself. Yeah. And that's like, I don't want to scare myself. So I don't, I wouldn't want to do it. I feel like if I get, if I, if I were to get told to do something, I would have to have somebody do it with me, but I would do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, wouldn't this do group, it alone. I would do it. Yeah. But if there's like a big group of people, I would probably, cause like, I did as a teen go hang out at a bridge and like yeah. do stupid shit like this because it was ghosts. supposedly cursed and shit and we would go like dick around over there. So like I know that I would be in a situation like this so I would probably do it but then I'd be dead. Like yeah, I wouldn't be the, the living person you know that goes and, be cre- and acts creepy for a couple of days afterwards like she did but yeah. So. Yeah. Um Non-ironically, I've joked about joining a cult. Mm-hmm. I like. Pr- I probably won't. Um, this one. <laughs> but they could get you if it if it was like, I don't know. Yo, if they hit me, that like, hey, yo, we live in a society, shit. I'm like, oh yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, you right, you right. Yo, honestly though, I, this is where we gotta look at the second cults start getting kind of like anti-internet and anti-tech. Like that's that's when there's cause for concern. <laughs> I gotta say, the second they start reaching out to you saying, "Do you want to have a more mindful, peaceful life outside of the internet?" I, I will be cut off very easily. There are people Oops. doing that, so please watch out. Yeah, there oh, are. Nice. Oh, where could you send me some? No, I will literature? not. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I will refuse. No, no, no. Well, what if... Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What if we all joined? No. No. We were all basically in a cult, just not together for a lot of it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not... I I don't see myself ever joining a cult. I don't even think I'd work in a a little commune thing in fear of accidentally getting inducted (laughs) into a cult. You ever joined Backburner Sketch Comedy? Yeah, I was a part of... a cult. Yeah, that's fine. That was just a college thing. Everyone goes through a cult phase in college, I feel like. Fair enough. Harish is yeah. in a cult. You're in a cult? not really. A cult, you though. are. That's I what cult people say. Cult. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds worse than it is. Are cults really? Some of them are probably fine. There are, no, I don't think so. Because the point of cults is like they they bring you. In. It's like it's like love bombing. <laughs> you, <laughs> we all love talking about love bombing. That's they basically like bring you in. They're really kind to you, you know, and they like make you trust them. And they just cut off your other relationships outside of the cult. Yeah, that's how I joined. And yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> what they do. So like they're all like predatory. Um, we ha- can we can we believe that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. If you're in I mean, Columbus, I can just cut it out. You probably know what I'm talking. No, I think we should keep it because if you're in Columbus, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a cult, and it's like I mean, I'm. It's been reported in the news and stuff. I think there are like investigations happening. I sure yeah. hope so. Oh well, I can talk to you about this after. But like, I, I have I talked about this like how I've actually like been to meetings. And like, there's a pre- pretty big following from my high school. If people would go, and, like, a lot of my friends are in it. I don't want. Like, I, mean, I know a lot of. people I don't want to put this it. in it, but a good friend of mine from H and M was in it for a while, and she's out now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends are still in it. It fucked her up. Involved. Yeah. Cut that out though. Um, but see, we're near a cult, and you don't see me joining that shit. Yeah. I don't want to join a religious. Cult. They're. Do- I was going to say though, they're doing the wrong approach. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going <laughs> right. to get me. I need kind of like a lifestyle cult, you know, not like so much a re- like a religion one. 
Yeah. I don't want to be told what to believe. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I'm too much. I'm just like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> just don't tell me what to do. But <laughs> like, like, I don't think I would. So there's two things of this, though. So there is joining the cult, but then there's just doing the challenge thing. Yeah. So you're going to die if you do the challenge thing. Yes. So how do you transcend that and just join the cult? What do you mean? Like some of the people who are doing the cult are also like blowing in bottles thinking about him, but they're not getting killed. So like, how do you get, I mean, I don't know. It's just a different kind of Mm -hmm. understanding. I guess. They realize that the empty man, that's a good question. I don't know how it connects. I want to know how you get between, I don't know. Maybe they're true believers. Like true believers don't die. People who are like blasphemous towards them. Maybe. Get punished or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's maybe yeah, it is like maybe the cult people since they are aware of what what's happening. Yeah. They they welcome the empty man whereas everyone else yeah. is afraid of the empty man and just gets so their soul die. sucked. Mm-hmm. Getting their soul sucked. <laughs> He's about to get his soul sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's our next segment? Uh, acting acting awards? awards. Mortal Kombat moment. So, we have three awards here on this show here. Um, there's the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. That's uh, you. This movie was good and you did a good job. You yep. you did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Then there's the Mishioker Mish- Mish- Award, which is um, it's a pretty mid movie. Like it's fine, but like you stood out. You still had a good performance. And then there's the Jensen Accolade. You tried your best in a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. And that's when the movie's really, really bad. But you showed up. You got your paycheck. You did a good job. And yeah. So I'm giving it a Jared. Yeah, I'm going to give it a Jared. Yeah, Jared. I don't know who to give it to. There's mm-hmm. a lot of good actors in this. I mean, they're all pretty good. I don't know. I'm just giving it to Stephen Root. I was going to give great. it to Stephen Root just because I want to give yeah. it to Stephen Root. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone's pretty equal, but I mean, leader. Stephen Root, he's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the main guy. I mean, okay. He's good. Yeah. He's the one I kind of saw the most from, so. Right. Uh, So, villain ranking? Um, the villain is, I guess, the, the entity. Cult? Yeah, or the cults. What is the cult called? Pontifex I don't Society. Had... It's also Pontifex is like the Pope. The Pope, um, yeah. The Pope's Twitter account is at Pontifex. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think I, I read something in the IMTB trivia about how like Pontifex actually means like builder of bridges, and so the bridges thing that's nice. how it connects that's cool um, how do you spell this p-o-n-t-i f-e-x one word yep yeah society society yo hey you think we live in one of those it's possible pontifex and his society Oops. so is that the villain we're deciding on uh the cult yeah yeah because like cult slash entity yeah What's the entity's name? Uh, it it doesn't have a name. They just say like he transmits, we mm-hmm. receive. You know. Uh, it's my number one. Oh, nice. Uh, I love it. I love that the concept of the entity. Um, and I love the cult stuff. Uh, yeah, it just rocks. Um, hold on. Sorry, I'm still typing. 
I'm going to go uh, fourth. So I got Frankenstein's Monster, Patrick Bateman, The Strangers, and then them. Because even though the society, I don't know if I'd fall into the cult, I could see myself death by hand of entity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a cool thing. Like, if I, can you imagine finding out something like this happened in the world? Like, that would blow my fucking mind. You yeah. know what I mean? It's very creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Molly? Uh, I got it at fifth. It's right below the cult from House of the Devil. And honestly, really only just because that movie scares the shit out of me. This movie was scary, too. And I, I like the cult a lot. Um, It's creepy. And I like I like that they kind of broached on this, but the scale that this cult has where like all oh, the yeah. like hospital workers were yeah. like, in on the cult. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um and I like the fact that this movie like really technically took place over six days. Right. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a quick wrap up. Which is cool. Six days, yep. Imagine like finding out you're only three days old, but feel right. like you've lived an entire lifetime. That would that suck. His birthday was his first birthday. That was wow. when they his did that. Date of birth. Uh, so recommendations or what? Uh, what are we rating it out of? Oh, Tulpas. Tulpas. Um, bottles that you blow. <laughs> yeah, in. Glass, bottles. glass bottles. Okay, it's let's do it. Bottles. I can go. I already have it. Um, I have it a cool eight. Okay. Um, it's it's really really good. Um, I was thoroughly entertained. I would love to watch this movie again. Like I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. It had some of the scariest moments ever. I do think some parts of it I didn't take as like, I don't know. Seriously, I can't name any, but like there were there were some parts of this movie where I was like I could go without like I I could speed this part up a little bit, but um. I'm not really calling it slow though. Like it kept me fascinated. I I was very very entertained. I wouldn't rate it as like the best thing I've ever seen, but like I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm also gonna go for an eight. It was it's very solid. I would absolutely recommend this to people. Um, there were some parts where I was like, ah, okay, that's like just okay. Um, but then other parts like I really loved. I loved the scene where he's on the bridge and they do the sound thing. I love the scene where he sees the fire. Oh, um, yeah. I thought the way they wrapped up the story was super neat, actually. And, it, like, it was engaging and interesting. And sometimes when, twi- like, batshit twists come out like that, I'm like, oh, yeah. come on. But this, I was like, oh, come on. Let's go. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, so I'd recommend it. Um, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I knew you would. Nice. I was going to give it, like, a 9 with potential to become a 10. But I think I'm giving it a 10 already. I love it. It's yeah. great. It has... It, it has all of my favorite horror stuff urban legends yeah um cults uh weird occult stuff um just kind of like uh just weird ideas like lovecraftian ideas yeah and stuff oh all my favorite stuff <laughs> it's really good like the it's paced very well i was never bored i could rewatch it um yeah anytime I love it. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I and also it's shot very well. You know, I yeah. think it's it's got nine. But I almost gave it a nine, but like I'm I'm gonna set it an eight for now. But like I could see myself growing to love it more. I'd be curious to see how this does on a rewatch. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sad it didn't get like a wider, more attentive release because I feel like a lot of people would be talking about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is annoying. Like it's kind of annoying I wish that it, it, it deserves better. Yeah, it got lost in the sauce because like. 
it's up there in terms of like themes and stuff that you know like hereditary was super popular like it's up yeah. there with that kind of, it's different but still like i think it would have captivated a wider audience it deserves like a special edition blu-ray yeah yeah it really does Thanks. like i yeah. actually will like be in if people ask me like hey what good scary movies have you watched lately like this will probably be what comes to mind yeah nice yeah i like this one a lot so recommendations i have i have like a freaking slew man go ahead and start molly you said it right at the beginning but the ritual yeah the ritual Great yeah. recommendation the, the be- especially the beginning of it the vibes also we have a podcast about it yeah we do most of these are ones that we've done episodes yeah on. shrek because of the whole bridge thing which we also have done an episode now no the descent which oh, we have done an yeah. episode yeah on so good annihilation yeah this has so many annihilation yeah. moments like so many it just That's kept true. coming evil dead yeah i would say cabin. specifically the evil dead remake yeah the remake feels more like it also i had a lot of discourse about that movie on my car ride today so it's <laughs> fresh Oof. on the mind um the village yeah the, the mo- shape of the monster yeah the movie my soul to take on account of the whole bridge thing and then also other stuff the Babadook kill list, which we've mm. done an episode on, yeah, and then yeah. also Signal, which we've done an oh, episode Signal, on. Oh, Signal, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh, did you have any? I have a slew of them, man. You can go ahead. I kept just calling out movies that, like, the, because this movie changed so mu- changes so much, there are so many moments that just remind you of just, like, random oh, yeah. horror movies just because it the covers thing. so many things, but, like... Um, so I have like the lodge cause there's that snow moment and like the lodge has like a pretty scary snow moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the night house because that actor at the beginning is yeah. in the night house. Yeah. And then also just like, there's some like creepy vibes about just like figuring out stuff isn't the way it seems and yeah. the other stuff going on. And that kind of happens in the night house. Uh, yellow jackets, uh, the TV series because, um, being stranded being being yeah. stranded and like figuring stuff out and like ooh, weird stuff is happening vibes yeah. like that happens um the ring i there were just a couple moments that i got like ring vibes yeah. and also just like the whole ritual of like you watch the video ta- right. tape you die in seven days like you're getting steps for that um stranger things because of that haircut <laughs> yeah also, I haven't seen this movie, but I thought about it like searching that movie where he's like trying to find his daughter. Oh, like, yeah. Half of this it. movie is him just trying to find a girl and he's yeah. discovering this cult through that because she was acting weird. So that reminded me of it. Uh, lights out for like there are the a couple moments that are just like lights out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I actually haven't seen this. Harish and I almost watched it last night. This movie called The Endless right that's what it's called the endless and that's about a cult and um just weird stuff that happens with that right uh that i brought it up when we were watching it there's an episode of cowboy bebop where there's like a cult thing that episode um hereditary like i mentioned kind of the matrix a little bit a little bit matrix vibes like you're not nothing is real yeah nothing is real videodrome yeah <gasps> yeah like there's some weird tech ish kind of stuff but also like stuff's not real and then raised by wolves oh good an one. entity that's like commanding stuff raised yeah. by wolves is a show TV on hbo show. max and it's really really good 
and that's kind of a thing that's going on in that show. It's all about religion and there's like an entity that they can't figure out. Yeah. 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 I had like a it's slew. It's really good. I never have this many. Um, My only addition is teeth. Teeth. Because you got, of the got research that, yeah. scene. Nice. Um, oh yeah, Twilight. Where he does a bunch of Googling. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, also Bloodborne because that one monster <laughs> thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's it. So great movie. Would recommend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Check that uh, shit out. You can follow me at not a credit card on everything. You can get me at save our shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference on everything. You can get me on Letterboxd at Midsummer Queen. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Tipsychair.com, tipsychair.rap, tipsychair.wtf, tipsychair.pub. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.